Hello, dear friend, Jen here. Today, I'm pulling back the curtain on something profoundly personal, and I wanted to let you in on it. Picture a kit, a very special curation that has tools potent enough to turn your dreams into reality. Now, imagine if these tools weren't just random selections, but they were the very tools that I've personally used and leaned on to manifest my deepest desires. Yes, I have pulled together all of the tools that I use to manifest and create, and I put them together, and I call it the Creation Kit. And I'm so excited to share the Creation Kit with you. Inside the Creation Kit, you're going to get my Wonder Walks Spotify playlist, so you can take Wonder Walks just like me with the exact same sounds and music in the background, the celebration visualization meditation that I use daily in order to get me super clear on the feelings that I want to manifest and help me tap into those feelings on a daily basis. You're going to get journal prompts that you can use every single day, affirmations that have changed my life. They've been my daily mantras and a customizable gratitude list that you can use every morning to help you tap into gratitude, especially for things that haven't necessarily happened. So you can start to manifest them into your life. And last but not least, I'm going to give you a special chat GPT prompt that actually helps you with manifesting and creating whatever it is that you want. Curious? Intrigued? Do you want the creation kit? Well, you are in luck because it's yours for free. All you have to do is pre-order my upcoming book, Be Seen, and enter your order confirmation number into beseenabook.com and you will get my creation kit in your inbox for free. I don't know what you're waiting for, but go ahead, pre-order Be Seen, and go grab your creation kit and start your manifestation journey today. You'll be happy you did. Now, on to the podcast. Sometimes what you're manifesting is not what's meant for you. And in that case, you will get something so much better. I always say to the universe or I say to God when I'm manifesting, please give me this or something better. Whatever is best for me, allow this, what I want, or something even better to come my way. And I trust that when I get the no, when I get the rejection, that it means that there's something better on the way. And that's the perspective that I choose to have for all of these things so that rejection doesn't take me down. What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb, and together we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. Hello, family. Welcome back to the I Dare You podcast. I'm really excited about this episode because... If you're listening to this today, that means on the day of launch of this episode, Be Seen is out in the world. My book, my very first book. You can like go to the store and buy it. You can like go on Amazon, order it, and it'll come to your door in a few days. And if you pre-ordered it, it means you might actually have it in your hand right now. That is crazy town for me. Let me just pause for a second and tell you from the perspective of a human that me, human person, that a few years ago had this dream of writing a book and went through the entire process that feels like right now it feels like yesterday. But when I was in the process, it felt like the slowest process on the planet, just visualizing and praying that I would get a book deal and seeing it in my mind's eye and feeling what it would feel like to actually launch it into the world and talk about it and 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 have people 
read it. And it's just mind blowing that we're here today. And it's another reminder to me that time never stops. Before you know it, the thing that you want or the day that you that you're waiting for eventually comes. And when it comes, you want to be able to say, wow, I did it. And you want to be able to say that you laid it all out on the field during that time. And looking back uh, at this entire process, man, there's been so many lessons. And I just wanted to come on here and record an episode for you guys and give you some of my takeaways, some of my feelings of how I'm feeling right now in this moment, where right now when I'm recording this, the book is about to come out next week. So I'm a few days away. I think I'm like four days away. Actually, I'm finding out right now that the book is actually in a few stores. People keep telling me, they're like, I saw your book. So technically the book is out in a few stores if you find it. But in my mind right now, we have not officially launched yet. So uh, I, I wanted to come here and just lay lay it out for you exactly how it feels to launch a book, your very first book. For those of you who are thinking about writing a book, maybe it's it's on your bucket list, it's on your vision board, or maybe you're just really curious as to what it's like behind the scenes of a book launch and getting a book deal. And I really want to be unbelievably honest about the process and the mindset stuff that goes on during something like this. In hopes that it'll help somebody, uh, maybe be a little bit better prepared than I was for, for everything that goes on when you launch something into the world, whether it be a book or a course or a business or uh, an Instagram page or a podcast. Or I don't know about birthing a baby, so I'm not even going to say that. I don't think you can really correlate birthing a book to birthing a baby at all. I've never had a baby, but people always say like, "It's your book, baby. You birthed a baby." I don't feel like I birthed a baby. I think maybe I'm saying that term because I've heard it said so many times. But really, when I think about it, it doesn't feel like birthing a baby or what I could imagine birthing a baby would feel like. It feels like something that I've worked really hard for has manifested. And the visualization has met up with the reality, which is really cool. This is another manifestation in real time. And I want to take you back to, I'm, I'm thinking about the Wonder Walk that I did. It was probably probably about a year ago today. I have to look back at the dates. It was before I got my book deal. And I remember when I first met up, met my agent, right when, uh, this is like a real insider story, right when I met my agent, he told me that I could, with my outline that I had, we could pitch a publisher right off the bat without a proposal. And he's like, I know somebody that might be interested in this without a proposal, we'll just pitch the outline. And he was really hopeful. And granted, at this time, the book had a different name. It had a little bit of a different vibe to it. But he was like, this is just uh, your audience and who you are. And uh, the idea is so good that I think that they might take it. And I remember being so excited and hopeful, but so nervous and so anxious. And I remember taking a wonder walk and I actually recorded the wonder walk. Maybe one day I'll make a reel out of this wonder walk. But I, I went on a wonder walk where I just walked down by the river and I visualized the celebration that I would have when this publisher said yes, that it was so easy that, oh my gosh, I didn't even have to write a proposal. They just gave me a book deal and it's so amazing. And the book is going to be at the best publisher ever. And, and I'm so excited. And it was like the fastest book deal ever in the history of time. And 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 I literally walked around feeling that, those feelings with my music, the whole thing. And here's the thing, guys. It didn't happen. They said no. They passed. So I'm telling you this story to remind you that sometimes what you're manifesting is not what's meant for you. And in that case, you will get something so much better. So it's 
I always say to the universe or I say to God when I'm manifesting, please give me this or something better. Whatever is best for me, allow this, what I want, or something even better to come my way. And I trust that when I get the no, when I get the rejection, that it means that there's something better on the way. And that's the perspective that I choose to have for all of these things. Uh, so that rejection doesn't doesn't take me down, which it could if I let it. And it stung when I got that rejection because I was so excited and I had I, I had really like thought that it was going to be really easy and it wasn't. And uh, but now that I look backwards, it's so funny because the celebration that I had with myself on that wonder walk, I, I eventually got that feeling. I got that feeling of celebration. So that feeling of celebration definitely manifested when I got to celebrate even more because it was even better. It's so true. It's either this or something better. It was even better when I got the deal from Hay House for so many reasons because Hay House is so aligned. Many of you know the story that I tell. I've told it before many times on Reels, just in case you don't know it. Uh, Louise Hay, who founded the publishing house Hay House, who published Be Seen, she changed my life. Her book, You Can Heal Your Life, was one of the very first personal development books that my mom gave me that got me out of this deep depression. When I got on the call with Hay House and I got to tell them that story, and it really came full circle that we truly believe that Be Seen was, is just supposed to be with Hay House. And by the time that the proposal got to them, I was so glad that they bought that book because the outline that I was pitching to the other publisher before it was a proposal was not the same book that I ended up pitching to Hay House. That book that I pitched to Hay House was the book that you have in your hands. Very similar, different title, but very similar. And I'm so glad that I had that time to write that. I was forced to write the proposal because I learned how to write a proposal by doing that and by not having it happen so fast without writing a proposal. And it really helped me with my writing process because it helped me wrap my head around what this book was supposed to be, uh, the process of writing a proposal. And if I would have gotten the book deal right off the bat with no proposal, I would have never had that experience. And maybe the book wouldn't have been as good. Maybe the deal wouldn't have been as good. Maybe the publisher wouldn't have been as good. I've loved working with my publisher. So there's a lesson in, in manifestation that if you get a no, it's usually because something better is on the way. It's hard to have the patience to wait for that something better when you really want something and you feel like, oh, I just didn't get what I was manifesting. But if I look back, I did get what I was manifesting full on. I just didn't get it in the way that I initially asked for it. I got it in a way that that was better for me in the long run. But there's been so many ups and downs throughout this entire process from writing it to marketing it. I would say that the most downs happened in the marketing process. And when I say downs, I mean the most challenging mindset situations happened in the marketing process. We talk about in the book, I talk about the symptoms of fear and how they show themselves. And fear did not discriminate from me. Even the person that wrote the book about being seen, like I felt all of the symptoms of fear when marketing this book. I felt major imposter syndrome at times. I felt major comparisonitis at times, comparing my book uh, to uh, others of my friends who were launching or the success of my book or worried if I was going to be, if I'm going to get the numbers that my this person got, not, not, it wasn't that I didn't want that person to succeed. I, in fact, I, I I sat and I cheered for my friends and I helped them and I supported them. But every, it, maybe you can relate to this. Like when my friends would get their success, I'd be like, oh shit, now the pressure's on. Now I have to do the same. And there is something that happens when you launch something. Um, it's like a, something that clicks in your brain. It really doesn't, or this is what happened to me at least. It doesn't really matter how many times I told myself that my worthiness is not tied to the success of this book. Uh, when you are a, a, an entrepreneur and somebody that is a creator and creating things in the world and 
you're in this world of a lot of other people that create stuff, it's, it's very easy to tie your achievements to your worthiness. And it's very easy to slip into scarcity mode with, with marketing a book. Every single day, I had to just do my reminders, read my own words, read from the actual book and remind myself of my badass list and my worthiness and that it has nothing to do with this and writing a book is a celebration in itself. But the reason that I share this with you is because I don't think enough authors come out of the woodwork and share the real behind the scenes uh, mindset shit that goes on when you're launching a book um, because of this whole game with the lists and everything like that and the, and the pressure that that I don't even think it's the pressure that people put on you. I think it's the pressure that we put on ourselves and it takes away from the overall um, reason and the overall why for writing the book sometimes. And I want to share it. I want to share that this is really what goes on because I have a lot of conversations with my friends who write books and they all experience this, but not everybody's talking about it. And so I wanted to share that if you're experiencing this with anything, uh, any of the symptoms of fear, any of the fears of being seen, fear of judgment, fear of not being worthy, fear of not being good enough, fear of not being perfect, fear of not succeeding. I know there's a lot of high achievers that listen to this show and uh, it can feel like a failure when you've done something amazing. I was telling Chris yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh, like this huge success of me actually like publishing a book and writing a book and getting it out into the world, something that I just prayed for and hoped for and wished for to just have this opportunity to be able to get this book into people's hands can suddenly seem like a failure if it doesn't do what it's supposed to do, sell the amount of copies it's supposed to sell, hit the list that it's supposed to hit. And I said, I am not going to allow this to be a failure. Uh, No matter what, this is a win. This is a success. I'm grateful for whatever happens with this launch as far as numbers and sales and lists and stuff like that. And I'm saying this here out loud. (laughs) I just want this book to get into the hands of the people that need it. And that is the why, that is the goal. But it is easy, easy, easy to fall into the trap of tying your worthiness to the success of the numbers and the vanity metrics and all of that. And so I'm like teetering on the edge here. I'm teetering on all the time, like having to remind myself and catch myself. But that's the beauty of these tools of personal development and the tools that I teach in the book. I have a whole process in overcoming rejection. And I had to use that so many times. Telling you guys, I got rejected from many mainstream media outlets. And it's always a sting when they say, we're going to pass. We're just going to pass on this. Because there's no like, maybe, why don't you follow up? It's like, we're just going to pass. And there's no reason. And you just have to, and what I do is I screenshot the rejection. I put it in my album of rejection emails and text messages. And that's how I make light of it. And I follow the framework I have in my book for overcoming rejection and having a better relationship with it and a better perspective about it and turning that no into a yes. And I've been successful through this launch, really hanging in there, even though I've been getting heard a lot of no's. And I think that all of these no's, I truly believe that all of the no's are just, they're, they're coins. They're coins in my confidence bank. They're coins in my resilience bank. And one day, all of those no's are going to turn into so many yeses, and I'm so excited. But at the same time of getting all of those rejections, I just want to make sure like I paint a perfect, not perfect, but a really nice picture for you of everything that's going on. At the same time of all of the no's, there are so many amazing yeses that I've been celebrating along this journey of this book launch and new friendships and relationships and connections that have been made. When you launch a book, you really see who your real friends are. You see who's really there for you and you see who's not. It's actually very um, eye-opening. And 
I was so pleasantly surprised with how my my relationship showed up for me during this time. And one of the things I'm the most grateful for with this launch is the fact that I knew that I was going to need to make a lot of asks when this book was being launched into the world. So I spent years prior to this really, really, really working on my relationships and giving and giving and giving and giving and um, garnering my relationships and providing value to people and making networking my number one priority and not just networking, but providing value to people. And not only did that, you know, make it easy for me to, uh, ask to be on podcasts and ask for people to promote and ask for people to help, which is what you need when you launch a book. But it also helped me build some of the most beautiful friendships uh, and just helped me to bring people into my life that I never imagined would be in my life. And it's been such an amazing experience. I've also proven to myself what I'm capable of, uh, like pushing myself past my limits and um, really pushing my resilience past my limits, pushing my mindset past my limits of 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 overcoming all of these fears and and really really actually proving my concepts in the book to be true because I've had to experience them all this throughout this process and um and work through them and I'm like wow okay that really works wow okay that really that really works too like uh this is setting the scene like in in chapter 1 I talk about setting the scene and going on a wonder walk and tapping back into your true self man I've been doing that daily to remember to stay in the pocket, stay in in real gen mode and not slip into trying to be like everybody else or prove myself to people or put on a, a face of somebody that I think I need to be, which is very easy to slip into when you are being seen on on a whole different level. And when you're launching something into the world, you, you're being seen. You are being seen every day. And man, so many lessons. But overall, what a fantastic experience. We're still on the journey. I will come back and do another episode for you once the book is officially launched. But this is where I'm at today. I want to make sure you know that there's so many ups and downs, so many highs and lows. And you're never like if you're feeling like fear and imposter syndrome and oh man, all like in unworthiness or like fear of rejection. All of that. If you're, if you feel like you're alone in all of that in your in your journey of entrepreneurship or just in your journey of life, I want to make sure that you know that you're not. And I'm sitting here telling you, like, I'm playing at a higher level than I've ever played before. And I always thought that when I got to this level, like all of that stuff would go away. And it doesn't. It doesn't because every time you get to a new level, you're just pushing yourself a little bit harder. But I'm so grateful for all of it because if life was easy and if if this was easy, then it wouldn't be as worth it. And there would be no journey of life. There would be no growth. So the fact that I have to overcome all of these, um, all, all of these like mindset, I guess you could say like mindset blocks. It's like I, I'm pushing down the blocks every time I overcome one. It's helping me to, to learn how to move through it more. And then that's going to help me learn how to guide people through that even more. And really practicing what I'm preaching in real time is very eye-opening. And I've always, the reason I could write about this stuff is because I've done it in my life before, but I I had to experience it on a whole other level that I never even thought I would ever experience it at. And and here I am doing it and following the playbook that I wrote and it's working. So I, if you are listening to this, I highly recommend that you grab your copy of Be Seen, grab it for a friend, a family member for the holidays, uh, it is my gift to you. It is a gigantic give. It is uh, my heart on a platter. And 
I'm so grateful for you and for you coming along this journey with me and we'll continue to go on it. And I'm sure we will continue to grow together and we'll continue to have the ups and the downs and the big stretches and the new goals and the new versions and the new evolutions together. And that's what's so cool about the world that we live in today that of, of content and of the internet and being able to be so connected. So thank you for listening to the podcast. Cool update. We're going to be rebranding this podcast in the new year and it's going to have a whole new vibe and a whole new situation with video and interviews and stuff. But uh, for now, I'm just here with you letting you know where I'm at right now with the launch of Scene, And I will come back with, with another episode the following week about the actual launch and my experience with the launch itself. I love you. I'm grateful for you. And my dare for you today is to go out and grab a copy. Grab a copy. But here's the thing that I want you to do. If you if you pre-ordered or getting it in the mail, amazing. Take a photo, share it online, tag me, hashtag book, tag at Jen underscore Gottlieb. But go to a store, go out to Barnes and Noble, support the store, go to a small bookstore, go grab a picture with the book, get it, uh, take a picture, tag me. And uh, if you go to a, if you go to a store and you pick it up and you tag me and you take a picture, I will send you something in the mail. So go, go, I challenge you. I dare you go do that. All right, my friends. I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast.